Week 6 NFL Picks here with Matt, Bobby. Uh, what's up, guys? Not much, man. Not much. Um, ready to do this podcast. I'm, I'm glad we do this. This is this is my highlight of my day right here. That's what I'm talking about. Bobby. Yeah, same thing, man. Just, you know, schedule's all crazy nowadays, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. Look forward to it every Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into one of the breaking stories real quick that uh, – that, that, that broke actually earlier today, and that was Nick Saban getting COVID, testing positive for COVID. Now, Bobby, you are our resident college football expert. So, uh, one, go ahead and talk to us about what, what they're going up against coming this weekend, and then, two, how impactful this will be for him and the team. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, mean, I think this news just broke about two hours ago. So, you know, give or take, and uh, wow, I mean, what can you say? Alabama's, I think. Number two right now behind Clemson. Georgia's sitting at number three. Premier matchup in Alabama. Um, I don't know, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. You know, with this. I mean, that's you know, this is the matchup everybody's been looking forward to watching. I mean, they play every year, and it's always a war and a battle. Um, we'll see, man. I mean, college football. Alabama's got a lot of money. I think they're gonna put him in a bubble. He's gonna coach one way or another. Obviously, it's not going to be the same, you know, without him on the sideline. But I think they can isolate him in the booth, you know, with the headset on. I wonder if they'll um, let him do that, though, because, I mean, you essentially put the whole stadium at risk by doing that. Yeah, or unless he walks in and, like, you know, um, astronaut suit or I don't know. <laughs> he can't, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be technology to where he can do it, you know, like maybe from his house, you know, through the headset. I don't know how it's going to work out or whatnot. I do believe that he's going to be in a, he's going to be a factor, you know, coaching wise, as far as decisions during the game, because I'm sure they plan, you know, for stuff like this, you know, during, um, you know, <clears throat> going into this whole COVID era or whatnot. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, I heard on Twitter though, that they were saying they were planning on trying to build a bubble in the booth for him. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but yeah, that's crazy. interesting. That's interesting. Cause that would be the first of its kind really, you know, that that's something we haven't really seen at all. Where people, you know, coaches especially, are, are doing it from the bubble. So that'll be that will be uh, interesting to see. Again, it's a big matchup against Georgia, so we'll see how it plays out. They usually dominate Georgia, but that is when they have Saban running the show. So we'll see what they do with that. Let's go ahead and move on to last night's game, the Bills and the Titans. And boy, gentlemen, was I wrong. Titans stomping the uh, Bills, 42 to 16. It didn't look. It looked like that break was everything they needed and more. Uh, they come back and dominate. And a lot of it really honestly was through the passing game, especially early on. Uh, while the numbers don't really pop out at you, Brian Tanhill does go 21 for 28 with three touchdowns, 195 yards. Derrick Henry, 19 uh, carries for 57 yards and two touchdowns. And Tannehill was running the ball all over the place last night, for, uh, 42 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, interceptions plagued this, uh, this Bills team. Josh Allen kind of looked like the Josh Allen of old with two interceptions. Um, you had a lost fumble by Andre Roberts, TJ Yellen fumbles, a lot, a lot of, a lot of mistakes by that team. Uh, Matt, you want to touch on this game real quick? Yeah, just real quick. I think, I don't know if, uh, Bobby picked Buffalo. I, I thought it was you a both, clean sweep you both, on No, you both took Tennessee. I took Buffalo. Yeah. I took, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this kind of, kind of went how, how I thought it was going to go. If it went the Titans way, if they could run the ball 
uh, and control the game. I, I really thought that they were going to win, not by not by as much as they did. That was very very shocking. But uh, yeah, Tannehill didn't even throw 200 yards, but had three touchdowns. That team looks pretty good, man. Um, I still think they got some. They need to be more battle tested. But uh, Bills finally lose a game. I think they were due. Um, I think they'll bounce back though. The Bills. I agree. Good football team, Bobby. Uh, any words on uh, in, on this game before we move on? Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. I watched it. Um, I was actually, you know, um, I'm not sure who, who's the receiver, Hollywood Brown, or whatever for uh, Tennessee. AJ Brown. You know, AJ Brown. Yeah. Brown came off an of injury, and um, you know, it was you know, it was also huge having Taylor Lewan, their left tackle out of Michigan, who was out for a week, came back in, and um, they, I mean, they pretty much dominated, man. And you know, Henry really didn't light up the scoreboard as far as stat wise, but you know. He came through in the clutch, and, um, I mean, they controlled the line of scrimmage, and uh, it was a great game. I mean, he threw Josh Norman, you know, to the stands. Yes, on that he one did. Step on. Good you God, know? that was so, a hell of a hit. Yeah, that was that yeah. was awesome, and I'm not a – not never been a Josh Norman fan. You know, him starting out in Carolina, I thought he was overrated. And then uh, him going to Washington, we all saw, uh, you know, he's not a man-to-man cornerback. He, he's zone cornerback. And he, <laughs> Derek Henry tossed him like a ragdoll. Derek Henry's a grown man, like yeah. So that's definitely, and I'm not a huge Norman fan to be honest with you either, man. You know, I think he tossed a little too much shit, especially you know, you know, leaving Carolina, going to the Redskins or whatnot. But um, pretty dominant performance by them, to be honest with you. I mean, I did take Tennessee, but I didn't think they're going to run away with it like they did. You know, with me being on board with Buffalo, uh, great win. Great win indeed. Uh, like you guys said. Buffalo Bills take their first loss. Titans move on to 4-0. and And now we can tell you our records. So after last night, their final tally was put in. Bobby, you went 8-6 last uh, last week. You did get your lock correct, but you did miss your book it with Bobby. Uh, Matt, you went 10-4 and last week, so you had a very successful week. And you got your uh, you got your lock with Pittsburgh, so you are to 5-0 and with that. And then I also went 10-4. and and got my lock with Pittsburgh. So, overall records going into week six are as follows. Bobby, you are 47-29-1. Matt, you are 48-28-1. And, and I am 49-27-1. So, we are all right. All the game. We're all right there still. We're all right there still. It's a really tight one. Uh, this is going to be, I think, a big week for picks because it, it, these are some tough games to pick. I was looking through them. I don't know about you guys, but uh, there's a couple I had a hard time with. So... Uh, especially what we've seen with recent trends. But let's go ahead and dive into the game that was supposed to happen last week that's happening this week now, your 1 o'clock game, because remember we do not have a Thursday uh, Thursday night game this week. So your 1 o'clock Sunday game is the 1-3 and three Denver Broncos versus the 2-2 two and two New England Patriots, both teams getting their quarterbacks back, a uh, lot coming off IR, uh, Cam coming off COVID list, so they will both be back for this game. Both teams have a top five ranked defense. Both teams' offenses are in the lower tier. and The the only difference is that New England can run the ball, ranked fourth in the league in rushing, 31st in passing. So, well, I'm I'm excited to see this game. Matt, uh, or I'm sorry, Bobby, the spread, and then Matt, your initial thoughts and pick. Yeah, so this is one of the bigger spreads of the week. New England's uh, at home fair by nine. <clears throat> yeah, and this game, I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I, I mean, I may be completely wrong, but I, I think with Cam coming back, that that New England team, they're going to uh, their main focus is going to be running the ball, whether it's with Cam or their plethora plethora of running uh, running backs that they have there. 
I have um, New England winning the game, and they're they're going to control the game, but it's going to be a lower scoring. I think most people think. I got a twenty four sixteen New England. Twenty four sixteen New England is what you've got, Bobby. Yeah, um, I actually have. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, New England is favored by nine in this game. I think it's going to be a a little bit more of a shootout than Matt was predicting right here. I'm not really sure. You know, obviously Denver right now is having their struggles. I think that Cam Newton is going to be excited to come back and play after being cleared from the whole COVID situation. Um, really, not much to talk about this. I see New England. Uh, coming out strong at home, but in this game, 32 to 23. All right. I also have New England winning this game as well. Cam back. Uh, I think he'll just fall right into this lineup really well. The run game's been solid, so it'll be able to help him. As you could see, this is the 31st and 32nd ranked teams in passing, so passing isn't either of these teams' team strong suits, but I think Cam will get it going. I uh, have them winning in a, in a fairly easy one. It, it, it's not as close as it looks, but it will be a closer score. Uh, New England wins 24 to 14 in this one for me. So I have New England taking it. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next matchup. The next matchup will be a division rivalry. Both teams coming off big wins. Texans getting their first win with Romeo Cornell at 1 and 4. Tennessee coming off the win versus an undefeated Bills team last week. I don't know about you guys, and I'm going to have Bobby, I'm going to have you give me at the spread in just a second, but I have this is another one of the ones I actually have being close, believe it or not. So, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and I'll start it out. Yeah, go ahead and start out West. Uh, Tennessee's favored by five and a half. So I think that's a pretty good spread, and I think that's a lot of credit to the Texans, really, for, for what they showed last week. Yes, they beat a bad Jacksonville team, but they you can tell the difference of this team. It's night and day. They're a lot more aggressive, and and, and obviously so with Romeo Cornell kind of interviewing for the job right now. And, and who knows, kind of like Matt said, he's kind of going to have to go 11-0 and really to, to get any kind of chance. But uh, I do have the Titans winning this one. It ends up being the run game that gets to the Texans. The Texans have a really a, a pretty good front four. Their defense is ranked 10th in the league. And uh, I think they're going to get to Deshaun Watson early and often. And, and the fact Derrick Henry can keep breaking down that defensive front four for the Texans will wear on them over time, opening up lanes for Tannehill to make those small, simple passes and kind of dink and dunk it down the field. Plus, he's got legs as well. So give me a Tennessee in this one, 28-20. Uh, Bobby, go ahead. Um, pretty close. Uh, I'm the same way. I think Houston's going to come out, you know, playing hard for the interim coach right now. Uh, I like Deshaun Watson, you know, um, against this defense. I just, uh, to be honest with you, I was thinking about taking Houston, you know, um, until watching last night, the way that Tennessee performed. I really think that they're going to wear him out with Derrick Henry. I think they're going to get more carries than he got last night. Um, good game. Solid game. A little bit more high scoring than a lot of people might think, but I got Tennessee winning this 30 to 23. All right, Matt, finish this off. Yeah, I have uh, Tennessee winning this game. I just think that their defense is too good. Uh, Houston's defense is not good, and I have Tennessee winning this one just as simple as that, 24-21. All three of us going with Tennessee, back-to-back sweeps for us are the first two picks. Our next 1 o'clock game is the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big game. Very good game. Uh, an AFC West or an AFC North shootout. I mean, really to think about it, you have a four and one, a four and one, and a four and zero team in that division. That is absolutely wild right now. That is wild. Uh, and the Browns have a chance right now to knock off the Steelers, who are the only undefeated team left in that division. Um, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and you can lead us off this time. 
Yeah, I'll go ahead and start off with this. Uh, so, I mean, this is a really intriguing matchup right here. It dude. really Obviously, is. Yeah, Cleveland's on a roll. You know, Pittsburgh's doing a lot better than, you know, a lot of people anticipated. Uh, Pittsburgh's at home, fair by three and a half. Um, I'll be honest with you, you know, like we talked a little bit last night about this. Um, I'm not all in yet on Cleveland, you know. Um, I'm, I'm almost there right now. You know, I'm almost on that, band, uh, that, that Browns, are they for real type thing or whatnot. And I think if they can come away with this win right here, then I might be on board with that. Um, I'm not going there, though, right away this week. Um, I'm going to go with the hometown Pittsburgh, you know, um, in a really close game. I got Pittsburgh winning this 23 to 20. But like I say, though, this is one of the harder ones for me to pick. And if Cleveland can go in there and uh, win this game, then I think we're going to have different opinions. There. That's a very good possibility, Bobby. Uh, Matt, what you got? Yeah, I, I'm again not sold on on Cleveland at all. I think Pittsburgh is going to come in and and I think they're going to hand the Browns. I think the Browns are going to come back down to earth. Uh, well, well, this is a great test, great test, and a good point in the season for Cleveland. Real. To really, yeah, to see what they got. Uh, I have Pittsburgh winning this game though, um, and controlling most of the game at most of the time. So Pittsburgh 27, Cleveland 17. So we're all picking Pittsburgh, huh? That's right. We're picking Pittsburgh. I'm going with them, too. Um, <laughs> you look at this game. Cleveland's got the number one rush offense. And Pittsburgh's got the number one uh, defense in the league. So that'll be a cool little matchup. I think Cleveland actually gets up early and kind of gets the, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the heels. And the this offense gets rolling. And they actually bring them back in the game and get the win in this one. So I do have Pittsburgh getting it. It's going to be a low-scoring game. 20 to 17. It stays close. Uh, again, Cleveland gets up early, kind of melts down towards the end, and Pittsburgh gets the job done. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Baltimore Philly. This is a <laughs> this is going to be interesting. It's going to tell us a lot about Philadelphia this week. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Matt, you can lead us off. So yeah, Baltimore's on the road at Philly. Baltimore's favored by eight. Yeah, I got Baltimore all day in this one. I don't think Philly stands a chance. Uh, I mean. <laughs> This Philly team is just decimated on both sides of the ball. Carson Wentz doesn't have an offensive line. They, that team is is they're looking rough. They've been close, I think, in a couple of these games, but Baltimore's just a more complete team right now. I think we all know that. Uh, and yeah, I'll take the eight points. I have uh, Baltimore winning this one, twenty-eight to twenty. Yep, I got Baltimore as well in this one. I think Baltimore dominates early on. Lamar Jackson ends up getting benched again in the second half, not for anything bad, but essentially for rest at this point and to keep them healthy through the season. I mean, that seems to be the way they're going. Um, they're gonna look look for them to try and build some consistency with them. A lot of short plays, short pass plays started off to, after last week to kind of get him rolling again and uh, get this passing game rolling again because it is 29th in the league. So that that is a concern. That is not good for a playoff team. So give me Baltimore in this one. A lot of adjustments to be fixed. I think you see a lot more through the air this game than you typically do from a number two rushing offense. Uh, Baltimore in this one, 33 to uh, to Philly, 17. Bobby. Yeah, I'm kind of on board with that. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, last night I touched base a little bit about how Lamar Jackson – Really hasn't been lighting up the stat board like we thought. I think he's going to have a big rebound week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly is they're as bad as everybody in the NFC East right now. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jalen Hurts get some more. Um, you know, um, PT. I mean, this week. And I'm not saying that Wentz is going to get benched or whatnot, but I see Lamar Jackson getting back on pace. 
putting up some big numbers. I don't see this really close. I think Philly scores a late touchdown to make it respectful, but I got Baltimore winning 40-27. There you go. Just as simple as that. I mean, this Baltimore team is just nasty. I mean, they are just pure nasty, especially on the defense. I was really surprised to look at their stats to notice that they're the 11th ranked defense. But yeah, they're 11th ranked or ranked. Excuse me. <clears throat> Moving on from this one, we have Giants hosting the Washington football team. Giants 0-5 on the season. Washington not much better at 1-4. Kind of a quarterback situation going on there. Uh, will Kyle Allen be ready? Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and I'll lead this one off. Yeah, so in this one right here, let me take a look. Uh, the Giants are <laughs> what game? game of the week, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I can't wait. Giants, Giants are favored by three at home. Giants favored by three at home, and you know what? I'm going to take the Giants. I think the Giants finally get their first win in this game. This is one of their really only chances to get it done. I like Devontae Freeman on that team. I think he's going to give Daniel Jones some sort of chance to pass the ball and potentially not turn it over. Uh, Danny got it done last year against this Washington football team, 35-41. I think as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and you give a healthy dose to Freeman – they have a shot. Just treat him, you know, he's not Saquon, obviously, but he, he can do, get the job done, and he showed it last week on the ground. So give me the Giants in this one. It's going to be close. It's going to be ugly. I'm sorry, all the Washington fans, because I know I'm going to get some hate for it, but 14 to 13 Giants to get the win. Bobby. Well, this is Book It With Bobby. Okay. Week. Right. So this, oh. is, this is this week's Book It With Bobby. So we're going to skip Bobby and go straight to Matt. Yeah, this is going to be an ugly game. <laughs> Very ugly game, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do also have uh, Giants winning this game. Uh, Washington's a mess, man. Uh, it, it's hilarious. We I talk about all the time uh, the stuff that I hear on the radio up here, and this week has been one of the most hilarious weeks I've ever heard uh, on 1067 The Fan. Dude, it, it's, it's, it's – here we go again. Why can't this Washington team – Get it shit together. Why? Here we are with all this, you know, you have all this football mess with Dwayne Haskins. you just a football team in itself. And then all this other stuff on the outside with Dan Snyder and the Washington Post and, and what they have printed uh, about him and the the crazy workplace that's been going on there the last 20 years. Um, I find everything in the Post to be true because it, then it makes sense. Then it makes sense to why you see the Washington team uh, do the things that they do. Agreed. Um yeah, I have Giants winning this game, man. Twenty-seven to twenty, and I think that they're. I think Washington will get a late score. Uh, maybe Alex Smith comes in the game. I'm not a fan of Kyle Allen either. Um, so that Washington team, guys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how they've fallen. Uh, no, but I, I agree with you wholeheartedly with that, and I know Bobby's going to talk about it later, but. This is a battle of two teams that just don't look good right now at all. Rivera's got a lot of work to do in Washington, and we know Judge has got the same to do in the to do in New York. And I think these are two really good coaches that'll get it figured out. But now is not their time, unfortunately. And it is what it is. Atlanta uh, is 0 and 5. Sorry, Matt, but they are uh, 0 and 5, and they just fired their head coach and they fired their GM. They are going to face the Vikings in Minnesota at 1 and 4. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and lead us off. So Minnesota's favorite at home by three and a half in this game. Matt, I tried my hardest, man. I did a lot of research in this game right now. I think <laughs> I, 
But yeah, I think you guys are going to really come out and play. I mean, you know, to me, this is like probably the best 0-5 team talent-wise that I can remember, you know, as far as watching NFL football, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, Minnesota seems like they're, you know, starting to, you know, improve their play. Obviously, you know, Dalvin Cook and um, um, is starting to get, you know, way more carries and is being very productive. Um, <laughs> I almost put the coin in this game, to be honest with you. I just, you know, I, I see Atlanta, unfortunately, having a lead in this game, a big lead, and I'm not trying to say that they lose it again. I hope Minnesota just jumps out to a big lead and Minnesota comes back, or Atlanta comes back, but I just, I got I got Minnesota winning this game 28-27. to 27. I don't know how this game is going to go, but I know it's going to be a hell of a football game. And Matt, I hope you, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing when I looked at this game, and uh, I the coaching is going to be obviously everything for me for Atlanta to see how they, they play about it. I mean, I want to see if they're going to be aggressive and just let Matt Ryan kind of fling it, hopefully accurately, to Ridley and Jones or, you know, what's going to happen. Dalvin Cook, I don't know if he is actually even going to start in this game. It looks like he might be out, and I think that's going to be the difference in this game, in my opinion. Uh, I have Atlanta winning this one, man. I have Atlanta kind of doing a Texan-style win this week. It, it's going to be a close one still. I don't even think it might be pretty, and I think they might start coming back late, uh, that being Minnesota on Atlanta. But I think this time Atlanta holds them off. They get the job done. Close one, 24-20. to 20. Matt? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, man. Um, I want to pick Atlanta in this game, but with that secondary beat up the way that it is, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have – a pretty solid day. Uh, the way that our yeah, the way that just we're playing in our secondary. We have all these young guys, safety's all down. We talked about it yesterday, and I think it's just gonna be too much for this Atlanta team. Um, uh, yeah, ready to blow it all up. Get rid of everybody. I don't even care at this point. Uh, I have Minnesota winning thirty to twenty. All right, so two Minnesota, one Atlanta in this one. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> one of our next one o'clock games: Detroit at Jacksonville. Both both teams struggling. Uh, to get wins right now, both teams struggling within their division as far as the standings are concerned. Detroit one and three, Jacksonville one and four. Detroit's coming off a bye week, and Jacksonville's coming off a loss to the Texans, their third loss to a winless team, which is an NFL record. If case you were wondering, <clears throat> Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, lead us off, and then Matt, you can take over after that. I'm sorry, guys. What was it? I had to step away for one second. Not what a problem. Are we talking about Detroit, Jacksonville. Woo, the Jacks, your boys. All right, Matt will lead us off on this one right here. So the spread in this game is Detroit is favored by three and a half. There you go. You can go ahead and lead, Matt, us, you can go ahead and leave us off, lead us off, Bobby. We'll go to Matt afterwards. Um, and you know me, Wes, huge Jacksonville fan. Oh, yeah. Because of you. <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of high on this Detroit team, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, they've, you know, they've, I mean, I don't even know what their record is right now. I mean, I think they're sitting around. They're one and or, three. No, they're one and three. One and three. But, you know, the, the team that I talk about every week, they always compete. Always compete. I think they came off a nice win last Well, they had a bye week last week. Yep. The week before, they beat, uh, I'm not sure who they beat, but it was a it was a solid win. Um, they lost to the Saints in week four. Um, and a close one, like you said. They, were, they, they keep it close. They do. But go ahead. Yeah, um, Jacksonville is another one. You know, Jacksonville to me is like Detroit. You know, they're a team that really doesn't get blown out. I mean, obviously they had a tough game against Houston 
the game that you were at, right? Uh, no, Miami uh, was the one that Miami, I was at. Miami, yeah. Miami. But um, close game. I got Detroit winning this one, though, 20 to 13. Love to see Jacksonville. Um, I don't know. It's just a hard team to predict, West Jacksonville. You know, you don't know what you're going to get week in, week out with them. You're going to get Minshew's going to play solid ball. Obviously, he's not going to turn the ball over a whole bunch. Question marks on that defense. Um, I think Detroit's got much firepower. I got Detroit winning 2015. Matt? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with Bobby this one. I mean, I like Jacksonville, the players that they got. They're a very interesting team. But, again, like Bobby just said, you just don't know what you're going to get out of the offense or the defense each week. It seems like one one side of the ball plays good, but the other side can't hold up their end. And, yeah, it's just kind of a weird team this year. They haven't shown us a complete game yet. 100%. That's exactly it. And um, right now, actually, with Jacksonville, they, they got a lot of uh, linebacking injuries, Wes. I mean, you could talk about it when you, uh, you talk about your prediction. But, yeah, the, the linebacking core – you guys just made a trade with the Titans, I believe it was today. Yep. And then, uh, and then you both the cornerbacks have been banged up too. So, yeah, I have Detroit winning this one, twenty-three to twenty, in a, in a close divisional game. If, if it was a divisional game, it would it would be closer. And well, actually, it probably wouldn't be closer. We'd get blown out if it was a divisional game. But uh, Detroit oh, at, at oh Detroit, why did I think? What the hell am I thinking? They're not even in the same conference. I'm very sorry. Like, hey. I don't even know what. The hell. It's uh, hey, my bad, guys. My bad. I'm th- uh, yeah. I'm it, thinking of the Titans. That's what I was thinking. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> all good. Now this team uh is this Jacksonville team man. They are they are a little banged up, but they are they have no excuse for me in this one. They they look. It's gonna be like this. You have uh I'm looking at the injury list right now, and it's almost two pages now. Uh, we got rid of Hauschka. I, I swear we're supposed to be getting Lambo back this week, but maybe they put him on a longer IR than I thought. That's all I know really on that one right now. It's looking like, uh, it's looking like Henderson, Jack, and, and, and honestly, Josh Allen will all be doubtful again this week. Cam Robinson popped up back on the injury report. Adam Gostas, the defensive end. Like you said, we traded for a linebacker because of Quincy Williams, one of our previous draft picks. He's got an injury as well. I mean, this team's, uh, Tyler Eifert's injured. After the last game, I think he'll play, though. He looks like he's been a full participant in all but one day. Uh, but I have Detroit winning this game as well. Detroit's keeping it close every single game. They play very well. Their one win was versus an Arizona Cardinals team that I'm not 100% sold on yet uh, after the last couple weeks, but I do think they are still a quality team or at least a mid-tier team at worst. Detroit's keeps it close. They're a lot better than they look, and they have a top-10 defense, and this this is a really good opportunity for Swift and Adrian Peterson to get the run game going. And I, I think you get a healthy dose of that, and that really opens up a lot of lanes for, for Detroit. One thing I am interested in with Jacksonville, though, is Quince, uh, I'm sorry, not Quincy Williams, Sidney Jones, the former Eagle. He came onto our practice squad, and uh, because of injuries, he played last week. A little bit of nickel, a little bit outside, but he had three pl- three pass deflections and an interception, and he had a tip that led to another interception as well. So he was really solid. I, I hope they bring him into the lineup. But what I'm hearing is is that he will either take the third spot because DJ Hayden's out, or he may, if he steps up and shows himself a little bit more, might actually take over for Trey Herndon on the outside. A little diamond in the rough scenario potentially. So that will be interesting to see what they do there. But give me Detroit. They win this one. A lot of running. Pretty decent air game. It's going to be a final of uh, uh, 35 to 21. I think it gets ugly late, to be honest with you guys. Detroit Wait, takes the can, win. Can I, yeah. can, I, can I just touch base real quick uh, about Sidney Jones? So, yeah. 
a lot about this guy, obviously. You know, <laughs> Washington. Yep. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I, you know I'm always going to represent my boys. So <laughs> he was the top 10 pick, though, in the draft three years ago. And, and the last the last rep of his uh, pro day, he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Went top 10, then the Eagles drafted him in the second round. I remember it was a huge thing. You know, he was, you know, he was crying, this and that. What a horrible situation that came upon him went out. Obviously, it didn't work out at Philly with him. You know, he was still recovering off of that that torn Achilles or whatnot. Kind of fell behind the depth chart. But it's good to see him get new life over there, Wes. And um, he's a hell of a player, man. And I'm not just saying that to be biased or whatnot. But, um, I mean, sometimes it takes changes, you know, for people to, um, you know, um, move on somewhere else and find the right fit. And uh, it started off well last week. And I like that little nugget that you said about that, man. He's, he's a hell of a football player, man. I just... I can't wait to see what he does. Yep, I hope he does more, man. I really do because that'll help on our defensive side. Trey Herndon really, honestly, hasn't been the best, like we kind of assumed, and and that secondary suspect, very suspect. They had a good week last week against Deshaun Watson. Unfortunately, they allowed too many points late in the game, and turnovers kind of ruined them. But or failed failed red zone possessions really is what it was, and the inability to kick twenty yard field goals by Hauschka uh, also was a big part of it. So not having Lambeau has been severely detrimental to this team, in my opinion. I think. It cost him versus Tennessee when he got injured. Uh, it cost them against Houston in my eyes. It, and that's the whole reason that game got out of hand and they were doing all these wacky plays. I mean, they do a fourth down play where they try and do a pass from uh, from Johnson or uh, yeah, from Johnson in the backfield and, or Robinson, excuse me, in the backfield, and it, it just completely blows up. They fumble it. They turn it over. They miss a field. They miss two field goals. Excuse me, with Hauschka, which you know that that's a potential nine point swing because and, and they were talking about it all game. So. Lambo has been a really big loss for this team, believe it or not. Uh, but we'll we'll see what they do, man. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm not holding my breath, but if they get a win, I won't be ha- I won't be sad that I got the pick wrong. <laughs> Trust me there. Cincinnati one three and one versus Indianapolis three and two. Indianapolis kind of took a step back last week. A lot of the issues are looking like it's Philip Rivers. Uh, Burrow got his first uh, taste of an AFC North defensive powerhouse. That is the Baltimore Ravens last week. So that was, uh, I'm sure, an eye-opening experience for them. They meet up 1 o'clock. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Matt, start us off. Yeah, so um, Indy's favored by 8 at home. Um. Excuse me. Yeah, in this game, I have Indianapolis winning 21 to 13. I just don't think the Bengals are going to have enough. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, Phillip Rivers just looks like it's definitely going to be his last year. I don't see him playing another one. He looks very mediocre. Um, he's trying to be that game manager. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, that running back in Indies, stepped up to play pretty well so far and play some Marlon Mack. And, and it just makes you wonder. Uh, if the season went along and they still had Marlon Mack, like, wow, they would have a really good uh, running back tandem there. And then also uh, Indy's defense has actually been pretty underrated as well. They're, they're playing pretty well. Um, so, yeah, I have Indy pretty much being in control of this one, 21 to 13. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm with you on it. <clears throat> I have Indy winning this one. They have the number two defense in the league still. And if they can just run the ball a lot more, they can really open up these games and give Phillip Rivers chances. I mean, some of these plays he's throwing interceptions on are just ridiculous, and it's costing his team just like it did in L.A., just like it did in San Diego. So, I mean, come on, dude. Get a, 
Simple passes. Don't try and push it too much. I think they uh, they get a good game plan this week against the Bengals and get it right. Move up to four and two. Give me Indy in this one. Twenty four to seventeen, Bobby. Yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of on board with you guys on this one. Uh, you know, I mean, Burrow's going to show a couple plays. You know, he's going to struggle, obviously, rookie year. I think Joe Mixon, you know, with Mixon getting back in the spring of things, is going to help him out a little bit. They're going to give him the ball a lot more. Uh, I just see Indianapolis dominating the line of scrimmage with their, you know, powerful offensive line. Um, I got Indy winning this game 30 to 20. All right. Yeah, I wanted to uh, talk real quick before we jump off this game here uh, about the Bengals. I heard rumors. I don't know if it was earlier this week or if it was towards the end of last week, but I'm hearing A.J. Green definitely wants out of there. I believe he's on the yes. franchise tag this year or, or it's his last year or did one year do something like tag. that. Okay, that's what I figured. And uh, oh, he's on. Oh, okay. yeah. And I'm I'm actually kind of surprised about that. I, I you you would have thought that Joe Burr, you know, you know he would have been uh, rejuvenated with having this rookie quarterback come in who's playing pretty well so far. But it looks like uh, Tyler Boyd has been been the number one receiver there. And I know AJ Green's still kind of banged up, but that'll be interesting to see where he goes next year. Yeah, uh, there, there's a little moment on the sideline that the cameras caught with uh, AJ Green, and he says you could kind of read his lips saying, "If you're not going to use me, just trade me," because he was like completely uninvolved in that game, and he has been. Well, I didn't this even season. notice. That, yeah, I didn't even know that that happened during that game. And yep. yeah, with all the cameras are out nowadays. Yeah, I'm sure people <laughs> out there, the lip reader uh, professionals well, yeah. out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> They will 100% pick it up. The last of our 1 o'clock games is a battle of two teams that have kind of, yeah, they're surprising teams. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, you have the Chicago Bears who are, you know, coming off a big win versus Tampa Bay at 4-1. and one. Great looking finish for Nick Foles. And then you have the Panthers that are 3-2 and two after an 0-2 start and losing Christian McCaffrey. They've managed to pull off three straight wins. Uh, a good battle in Carolina. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and I'll lead us off. Great game. I'm looking forward to watching or keeping my eyes on it. But Carolina's favored by two and a half. Carolina two and a half at home. You know, I think I've been off the <clears> – <throat> I'm not saying I'm on a Bears bandwagon at all, but I think it's time I finally give them a little bit of respect in this game. I, I am going to pick the Chicago Bears to win this one. Uh, I, I I don't know what it is about this team. There's nothing that really sticks out about this team. I mean, the best thing about them really is their defense, which is ranked 14th, so middle of the pack. And you're facing a Carolina offense that's actually ranked top five with a fourth-ranked passing attack and a 12th-ranked rushing attack without – Christian McCaffrey, Davis in the backfield has been absolutely outstanding, which really leads you to believe maybe that offensive line is, is pretty pretty damn good. I mean, honestly, with Dallas's issues, they've kind of taken, you know, left that number one offensive line stature, and it looks like this could be a potential team to pay attention to as, as it comes to offense. Uh, the defense still has a way, ways to go, middle of the pack, 17th, but I do have Chicago winning this game in a low-scoring one. Uh, 27 to 23 or 24. I'm sorry. 27. Let me, let me take this one. Let me take this one after U.S. Because you you just said uh, you're 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 starting to believe in the Bears team a little bit. Whoa, man. whoa, 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 whoa. I said a little bit. I said a little bit. I'm just I, giving I them their credit. I I'm not whoa. sold on them yet. I'm just giving them their credit for this game. I ain't giving them nothing, man. I ain't giving no credit. I ain't giving them jack nothing. Squat. <laughs> I hate this Bears team, man. They're the this is the one of the luckiest teams I've ever seen. In my life, um, and that's not just the Atlanta game. That's our fault. We blew that. We we lost that game. Uh, again, oh yeah. 
but dude, the, the every I, I, that that game last week with uh, against the the Buccaneers surprised the hell out of me. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and, and I I, just, I think that the Buccaneers played down to their level. I don't think that they played the, the Buccaneers the way that they can that they way that they should play football. Uh, and if you look at Carolina, their first five games of this year, um, I mean, they lost 34 to 30 to the Raiders, which is we're now seeing is a pretty solid team. Yep. And they lost 31 to 17 to the Buccaneers, which we know is a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. And they rattled off street, three straight wins against uh, a Chargers team that looks they got a lot of fight in them. Yes, absolutely. In the middle of the pack. Um, mm-hmm. And then they just uh, handled the Falcons. So. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Carolina to win this game. I think they're going to control um, the line of scrimmage, and that running game is going to help them out. I have them winning 24 to 20. All right, Bobby, break the break the uh, tie. Well, who you got? I'm right there with Matt. I'm telling you right now, man. You know, um, I'm kind of liking this Carolina team right now. Big Teddy Bridgewater fan. I, lo- mm-hmm. I really like the way that Davis has filled in for McCaffrey since he's been out. Um, Defense has actually been showing up lately. Shaq Thompson had 13 tackles last week. Uh, close game. It's going to be a hard fought game. One of the lowest scoring games that I have projected this week. I got Carolina winning 17 to 14. All right. Got two Carolina, one Chicago. We'll see who gets it done. Let's go ahead and hit our 1405 game. It's going to be the New York Jets, who are, if this was soccer, would be getting relegated to a lower league. And the <laughs> Miami Dolphins, who are a really good 2 and 3. Let's call it what it is. I know they they looked damn good last week. When was the last time Miami was favored by eight points in the football? Oh, my God. <laughs> Couldn't tell you, literally. <laughs> Miami is favored by eight, man. I can't even tell you the last time they were favored by eight. All right, I'm going to take this one. I I think it's not going to be a Fitzpatrick mag- magic you know, sort of game. Um, but that's not going to matter because the Jets are laughing stock, so it doesn't it's it's null and void. I have Miami winning this game straight up 27 to 10. <laughs> uh, Bobby, go ahead. I, I man, I, I like, dude, I'm, I'm starting to be, I'm, I'm jumping on the wagon right now, man. Cause I'm just liking how this Miami team is just, they must, they're a really well coached team, man. You yes. Know, there's no super out there but i mean that coaching staff is doing an amazing job right now because you know, obviously you got you know fish magic but other than that you know you got miles gaskins and Breda. i mean just hey they're, they're doing a hell of a job man i mean they're, they're competing and they're doing a hell of a job i'm actually and they're entertaining to watch i'm liking this football team man i got them winning this game 30 to 13 man I don't, you know i don't think it's really close to be honest with you we we gotta know Matt's definitely gonna pick the Jets, right? <laughs> yep, guys, I'm gonna break that time. No, not at all. Hell no. My score is right there with yours, Wes. I had them winning 26 to 10. That team go. is god awful. Uh, he must just say. I mean, Sam Darnold uh, doesn't look like he's gonna even play. They got no Flacco in there. That guy. Um, wow. I thought my team's a mess. You think the Washington football team's a mess? This Jets, is the man. ultimate mess. <laughs> they are what yeah. keeps me sane about my team. It's like, well, you could be the Jets. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just a sad state of you affairs. Know a mess when you, you, don't even, you can't even get a seven-round pick for Le'Veon Bell, man. You just release them. Yep, just straight-up drop. I'm like, whatever. Couldn't even get a seventh-rounder. 
$28 million for 16 games. That's crazy yeah. when you shared that on uh, Facebook today, Wes. I mm-hmm. was like, that's why I said Jesus. I'm like, God, he literally, he literally, literally robbed them. <laughs> yes, he robbed them like fools robbed Jacksonville, 100%. Yeah. Green Bay, 4-0, and taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 3-2 and at 4.25 p.m. Eastern, of course. Green Bay coming off their bye week. Aaron Rodgers has looked like a monster. The defense has been playing phenomenally. They've been playing great. Uh, Tampa Bay comes off a surprising loss, like Matt was saying earlier last week, to the Bears. So they fall to 3-2. and two. A lot for Tom Brady to prove here. He doesn't lose twice in a row often. So with that said, Bobby, go ahead and give us the uh, give us give us the spread yeah, and, and give us your pick. Yep. Yeah, I'll lead it off for you. So Green Bay is favored by two. This is going to be another good football game. So, um, Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think Devontae Adams is back this week, right? Yep. Did I hear that correctly? You did. So, yep. So he's back. Um, I'm not, you know, going into our preseason predictions. I think I had the over under for Tampa. Uh, I think we set it at nine or whatnot. I had it under. Mm-hmm. Not so on this. I like Green Bay. I think they're going to continue to roll. It's going to be a hell of a football game because both those guys are going to compete against one another. I got Green Bay one in 24-21. All right, Matt. Yeah, I think, and Bobby, you being, you know, a coach, uh, and, and I might be wrong on this, and I know you're not a head coach, but uh, I believe when the schedule comes out, these coaches and, and football teams, these NFL teams, they have a couple games on the schedule, maybe three, something like that, to where they – not again, you don't try to lose any game in the National Football League, but you you know you, you can afford to take a loss. And I think that's what that Tampa Bay game against the Bears was. I think they, they went in there, played down a little bit to their level, and I think that was just oh, – oh, 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 oh about your opponent for the next game. Yeah, yeah it happens. And, and especially knowing that they were going up against Green Bay, and I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I have Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay winning this one 30-27 and Ooh. a really, really good game. I yeah, love you know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I was saying, and like you're predicting, I mean, when you have two all-time greats going against one another, you know, there's a little extra, uh, you know what I mean? And that company, you know, because they're competing against one each other, you know, each other. So. No, 100%. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Fun to watch. Yeah, I, uh, I think Tom Brady will, de- or these players will definitely respond to Tom Brady. I think that uh, this run game will get going with Fournette back in it, and having him and Jones as a one two punch is huge. I don't know the status on Godwin. I don't know if either of you guys know if he's playing or not. I know Mike Evans will be there, uh, and most likely Scotty Miller will be good to go as well. Howard is injured, though, so Gronk might be getting a lot or the majority of first-team reps in this one. Uh, So I'll be interested to see what he does. It might be a week where he kind of gets going. But with all that being said, I still have Green Bay winning this game. I have Tom Brady dropping two in a row, and – yeah, guys, it, it, it's gonna it, it's it's nothing to be concerned about in Tampa yet. It's only six games in, but it's time to get it figured out and get it rolling. And they have to do that after this week. So give me Green Bay in this one. Kind of like Matt said, a little bit of a shootout. Uh, thirty-five to thirty, Green Bay gets it done. A little higher higher scoring game too. So yeah, uh, quick quick a couple tidbits on this one too. You're talking about Chris Godwin. Uh, he is still questionable. Okay. Gronkowski's questionable, Fournette's questionable, Scotty Miller's questionable, Lashawn McCoy's questionable. 
Uh, they have a whole, I mean, Levante David, Jordan Whitehead, JPP. They, they got a lot of, even Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. The, they, all their receivers are questionable. And uh, I don't know if you guys really watched that, that Bears and Tampa game, but at, towards the end, you saw Tom Brady forcing Gronk the ball. And Gronk, yes. you can tell, is not the same player. He got up a few times shaking his arm, holding his back, limping a little bit. Um it's yeah, it's that's wild right there. I thought Chris Godwin was definitely coming back this week. So did I. So did I. We'll see. I mean, like you said, he's still questionable, and it's still early in the week. So there's there's time for him to go play. Go ahead, Bobby. And nothing to take away from you know like the uh, what Matt was saying about all these. But I mean, everybody's pretty much questionable nowadays, man. I've been getting like Lamar Jackson been questionable since week two or whatnot. That's just kind of you know the way this season's going right now with no. Um, you know, no mini camps and no um, preseason or whatnot. These guys are just going full strength. That's why the offense, the scoring is just these guys are going 100 miles an hour without any like warm ups, pretty much. So a lot of these players are banged up, and that's why you're seeing a lot of injuries, major injuries like we are. So, yeah, I mean, everybody seems to be questionable right now, but it's definitely a cause for concern, though. You are right, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving into our Sunday night primetime game, you have the Los Angeles Rams looking good, looking strong at four and one, and San Francisco at two and three, kind of underperforming right now. Yeah, Jimmy G come out at halftime last week due to concerns for the ankle, not wanting to mess it up anymore. You got Aaron Donald coming into town, Jalen Ramsey who's allowing almost nothing in yards. Offense is really starting to figure it out, especially in the running department. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the uh, spread. I'll lead us off. Yep. So um, Rams are favorite. You know what? This this game was, you know, always a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously with San Fran doing what they did, you know, last week, you know, kind of shit in the bed like they did. But uh, Rams are it's still close. Rams are on the road, favored by three and a half. Rams favored by three and a half. Okay. Yeah. So I do have the Rams, unfortunately, winning this game, and it sucks to say that because we have their first round pick. So every game they win hurts me a little bit on the inside. But it is what it is. This team's damn good. I can't deny that. They figured out how to get everybody paid somehow. Uh, Goff's been pretty consistent. The run game, like I said, is figuring it out. This defense is nasty. That goes without saying. Uh, A lot of instability in that Kyle Shanahan offense right now. You do get Mostert back. You have McKinnon as a strong one-two punch. The receivers are, I believe, Debo Samuel's back. And Jimmy G is back as well. Uh, but to what capacity and how comfortable he feels. Shanahan didn't say he looked too comfortable with that ankle, which is, again, why he got pulled at halftime, and it was just so out of hand by then anyway. I, I have L.A. winning this one. I think it becomes a, a little bit closer of a game, but I, L.A. kind of has it under control the whole time. Uh, give me L.A. in this one, 30 to uh, – shoot, where is it? 30 to 17. Bobby. So my go, sorry guys, I kind of got sidetracked right there real quick. Hey, um, no problem. Yeah, so um, I like the Rams team a lot. I'll be honest with you, man. I think they're um, uh, showing up way more than kind of we projected. I mean, very talented team, great coach. San Fran's, you know, they're showing their, they're showing that they got a lot of issues right now on both sides of the ball, injury wise and all that, quarterback issues. Uh, I really don't see this game that close. I got the Rams winning 27 to 13. 27 to 13. Matt, finish it out. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with Bobby, but then again, I do. It, when you're a team like the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan being the head coach, uh, to solidify yourself in, in, in 
in the elite of the NFL, um, you, you got to put together performance that's a, after that last game, that was an embarrassment, complete embarrassment. And I don't think San Francisco is going to let that happen again. On that note, I do have them losing this game mm-hmm. 33 to 30. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Jimmy G is going to come back in. I'm looking at the injury report right now on ESPN. Uh, it's, he says he's questionable, questionable. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan expected Garoppolo to be a full participant in today's practice. So tomorrow we'll have some more information on uh, how he looked in practice today. Other than that, you got Quan Alexander, and uh, it doesn't look like he's going to play. And Emmanuel uh, Mosley, the cornerback, looks like he's not going to play. But yeah, after that, that was a. Whew, I know, I know the 49ers are banged up, guys. But wow, that that was a brutal performance that they put on last week, and. Yeah, Rams right now just just a little bit better, but I I do think the 49ers are going to come out come out swinging for sure this game. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, I can see. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I said I can see I, I can see what Matt was saying though. 49ers definitely have something to prove, so they're definitely going to come out swinging. I really, so, yeah, for sure. Gentlemen, we have a Monday night doubleheader, and Woo. I'm pretty excited about it. 5 o'clock p.m. on Monday, circle your calendars. It is the game of the week in my eyes. You have two teams hungry coming off losses, two very strong teams that we've all been very high on this season. You have the Kansas City Chiefs coming off a loss to the Vegas Raiders going up against Buffalo, who just got embarrassed on Tuesday night football versus the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be a fun matchup to watch, guys. I think this is, like I said, this is my game of the week, 100%. I think that the, the Bills team got exposed a little bit. On offense, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. I'll lead this one off. Kansas City favored by three. Okay, Kansas City's favored by three, so obviously Bill's getting still getting their respect at home, even though it is the Chiefs. Um, these are two high-powered offensive teams. Neither really has a crazy defense. Defensive team, you're looking at second and third in the league in passing, respectively, between the two. I think Mahomes of the two, though, is the hungrier quarterback. And like I said, I think that the, uh, the Bills, they were exposed on offense last week, and a lot of that ended up showing or will show in film and Andy Reid will take advantage of that and will coach up Mahomes correctly to beat the defense but that it's that defense I want to see that that can you know stop this Josh Allen team and and really if you can stop him you're good to go the running game hasn't excited me 27th in the league so you know between Moss and Singletary I had a lot of higher expectations for that 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 backfield and it really hasn't produced Diggs is your your number one target obviously they shut down We'll see if Brown plays this week. I don't know if he's in or out, but uh, but uh, I have Kansas City winning this one, guys, and and it's gonna be a shootout, man. This is gonna be a shootout. Two two not really great defenses versus two high powered offenses. Uh, 35-38, Kansas City. Uh, let's go ahead and go over to Matt. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm much the same page as you. I have Kansas City winning 28 to 24. I think that last game uh, on the Bills, they, they were, like you said, they were exposed. Josh Allen and that offense was exposed a little bit, um, you know, with their takeaways and turnovers that, you know, that that's how you win and lose in the NFL. And I, I'm not sold on that Buffalo team yet, man. I know that they're a pretty solid team, but I'm not sold on Josh Allen in that entire offense yet. Like you said, 27th in rushing. Um, dude, you're going to have to do better than that if you're trying to have not just get to the playoffs, but go deep in the playoffs. You're going to have to do better than that. And Kansas City uh, coming off that, that loss there, 
Uh, they're definitely going to want to come out and prove something. Yeah, I got Kansas City winning. And like you said, pretty much a shootout. It's going to be a close game, 28-24. 28-24, okay. Okay, Bobby, finish it out. Yeah, you guys pretty much spoke, you know, most of all the stats that we need to talk about this game. Uh, I don't see Kansas City losing two in a row. Um, they very much good, though, because I think Buffalo is going to come in, you know, at home, you know, with a chip on their shoulder after last night's performance. Um, Allen's, I think he's the real deal. I think he's the future for them. Like I say, I don't see Kansas City losing two in a row. I think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a very entertaining game. Great Monday night slate. I got Kansas City winning this game 34-27. to 27. All righty, so we all got Kansas City. A lot of sweeps tonight, guys, A lot or for this week. We got a lot of sweeps, so if you're intending on getting some separation this week in the, in the standings, it's not going to happen. Uh, there's a few games here and there, so I'll cover those ones at the end. Let's go ahead into our Monday night game. Bobby, you're going to do this one last. Go ahead and give us the spread, though. Dallas versus Arizona. Yep. Uh, Arizona on the road at Dallas. Arizona favored by two and a half. All right, so you got Dak obviously going out, and thankful his uh, surgery went well, and that he's he's doing good, uh, and he's on his road to recovery. Let's go ahead and move on to the game itself. Andy Dalton is your new quarterback starting out. He has led offenses to the playoffs before. I don't think he's had as many weapons as he does now. He's playing with an absolutely horrific defense, though, especially when it comes to the secondary. Maybe Bobby can touch on this uh, later. Uh, Van Der Esch, I might believe, I've heard, is coming back uh, this week or potentially next week. He's on his way back. Zeke kind of showed me something in uh, after Dak got injured last week. He kind of got rolling in my eyes, and I was excited to see that out of him because I really haven't seen a whole lot out of that running game. Ranked 18th in the league right now. Not a whole lot to be excited about. This is going to be a close game. D-Hop is going to take advantage of that secondary all day long. And if they're smart, they'll line up Larry on the other side because he hasn't got a lot of touches. This is going to be a good game for Larry Fitzgerald to get involved in. I don't know if he will. We'll see what happens in regards to that. The run game is ranked fifth in the league. I believe they'll do some damage there and really really tire out this this front line. If I'm Arizona and and I'm Cliff Kingsbury and I'm going against this Dallas defense, we're doing a lot of hurry-up offense to keep substitutions from coming out into the field and to keep the secondary guessing all game long. That's my game plan if I do it, and I think that he's going to do something along those lines. I have Arizona winning this game in an extremely close one, though. I think Andy Dalton, he keeps them in these games. He's going to hes gonna be just fine. I think this Dallas team will still be okay with Dalton, but there's no denying Dak is a different element when it comes to this game and is the difference maker in most occasions. Give me Arizona in a tight one, in an extremely tight one, 21-20. to 20. Yes, uh, that's, that's a good game. Um... I'm I'm pretty pretty much on the same page with you. I think, man, I think this team, that Dallas team, I could be very wrong. I think they're going to rally around Andy Dalton. This is not too. a quarterback that, you know, he's not he's not uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick ten years ago coming off the bench. He's not, you know, a Trent Dilfer. You know, he's not any of these weird, these off guy. You know, Joey Harrington coming off. He's not. Yo, Andy <laughs> Joey Dalton's Harrington. Wait for the name drop. Yeah. there. good good work. Hey man. Hey man. Uh, <laughs> Harrington, nice ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just I think they're like I said. Andy Dalton is a legit quarterback. Didn't have much playoff success in in uh, Cincinnati, but that was, you know, not always due to his his fault. So. I have Dallas winning this game 24 to 20 uh, in a really good close matchup. I think Dallas, you know, I see a 
a late touchdown by a bomb pass with CD Lamb scoring mm-hmm. 80 yards or something. That's what I see, man. I, I, I Dallas is it's like Atlanta, man. You guys, if if not even, you guys are even better. You guys have more talent, if anything, and it, it's shocking to see the way that you guys have lost games the same way as us and. Yeah. I think you guys are going to rally, man. I, I really do. And I still think you guys can make the playoffs, though. So. Yeah. All right, Bobby. Talk to us. Uh, yeah. Well, um, whew, man, but, um, it's going to be an entertaining game. Um, yeah. I like Arizona. I've told you guys I like Arizona. I really like, you know, the future of that program right there, that franchise. Tyler Murray, you know, is, um, to me, he's a beast. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he's young. But I think he's going to be one of those future guys here in the NFL. Um, you got D Hop, and um, I love their secondary, full of my Huskies out up there with Buda Baker, Byron Murphy, and um, all those guys. Uh, it's going to be. I mean, we have no defense, man. You know, this scares me a lot. To be honest with you, this really this game scares me a lot. I, I'm, I think Andy Dalton's going to do fine. You know, filling in for Dak. You know, how can you not? There's tons of weapons out there. I think you're going to see a lot more Zeke, and obviously with our, you know, receiving core, um, Dalton, who, you know, has um, been semi-proven in the NFL. You know, I think that's a great uh, – now it's looking like a great pickup. Oh, yeah. You know, offseason, like a great pickup because we never expected this to happen to Dak. Um, close game, nail-biter. We're going to be down early. We'll come back. I just – to be honest with you, um, I see us losing late. In this game, I got Arizona win 35, 34 to 31 in a shootout. Uh, as much as I want, you know, you know, everybody to rally around Dak, and I think that um, going forward, I think we're going to be okay. I still think we have a shot to win the division and maybe win a playoff game or two. I think Dalton's going to be fine. This game just scares me. Arizona, for some reason, just scares me. And um, our defense just isn't there yet right now. Jalen Smith did have his best game at linebacker last oh, week. Yeah. Vander, I think, is – you know, on the road to come back. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week or whatnot, but he's active. Um, I don't think he'll be a factor, but I just, I, I just don't. You know, I still see the defense lose. I got Arizona win 34-31. All right, and so we both got Arizona. And you know, I want to put, touch one more thing on this. I did pick Arizona in this game, but let me tell you, that was a last-minute decision. I actually crossed Dallas out and rewrote Arizona because the, the two, in my opinion, two of the best free agent pickups this offseason were from this Dallas Cowboys team, and they were Andy Dalton, obviously now, that shows, and Greg Zerline. So don't forget about Zerline on this team. He's a big factor. He's a big factor. So uh, we you know, went through our slate of games. Let's go ahead and move back, though. We have to go to the uh, Giants and Washington game where we're Book It With Bobby. Now, Book It With Bobby started off, and we were talking a lot of – you know, let's be real. We were talking a lot of shit. Bobby was getting it done 2-0. Bobby, you slipped oh, yeah. three weeks in a row, bro. It's time to earn some credibility yeah. back, so let's let's hear it. Woo. I'm not going to sit here and do much of a rant on this one right here because um, I really don't have the respect to do that right now. Um, um, I'm going to go, you know, uh, in this game, you know, I'm taking this Washington Giants game here with Booker with Bobby um, solely off of what I saw from the Giants last week. Even though we have a horrific defense over here in Dallas, I just saw, you know, with Freeman, you know, with Devontae Freeman, you know, as a new addition and Danny Dimes kind of maybe getting a little bit more, um, you know, um, confident, you know, after his performance last week, even after a loss. Um, 
that spread in that game right here is the Giants are favored by three points against Washington. It's in New York. I think the Giants actually get on the winning table here. No, I think they won this game 19 to 13. Close game, but they do cover the three. I'm calling that book it with Bobby. But the way things have been going, go ahead and take the Washington football team. You might win it. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Calling himself wow. out on it. Okay. I'm okay. calling myself out until I get back on the winning board right there, man. But okay. I'm going Giants to win, to cover the three-point spread. But the way things have been going, do the opposite. So uh, otherwise. Bobby trying to re-earn his, his, uh, his early winning streak. And we'll see what he does, man. We'll see if if he's right on this. So stay tuned. It might be uh, one of those weeks you want to sit back and watch. And but who knows? This could be the win, the week to win big. Uh, Matt, what's what's going on, man? I know something's pissing you off. What's grinding your gears? Oh man, my my gears are grinding constantly, every single day. Oh my goodness, right now, right now specifically. And you know what? I had a whole nother whole nother topic actually when I woke up this morning for today's segment. But uh, listening to a little bit of 106.7 and, and hearing these these Washington football fans call in and wow, grinding my gears, man. Everything about Washington D.C. How about that? Not even the Washington football team, just D.C. in general, man. The way that the politics are going in this country right now. Oh, I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican, man. How, why, it's 2020. Are you freaking kidding me? Can we meet in the middle? Can we just meet in the middle? And then going to the sports teams, we we don't talk about, you know, we're here we all with NFL, man. We talk, we touch a little bit of college because it's relevant. But I'm a Washington Wizards fan, have been for many years now. Uh, that team is garbage, been ran like garbage. Redskins, football, whatever you want to freaking call them, ran like garbage. Uh, yes, the, 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 we find that the Nationals and the Capitals finally – broke through finally broke through but that doesn't matter it's all irrelevant it's all irrelevant nobody cares up here about the freaking baseball team and the hockey nobody in dc cares about the hockey team you have your few diehard fans but for the most part man everybody's done forgot about it and what are we doing here man i live up here i live here i live i am 30 miles right now from the heart of dc uh i'm in that area all the time People up there are upset. I'm surprised with this Washington team that people haven't been rioting the streets. Not because of the, all this other <laughs> politic bullshit that's going on in this country. No, sports, baby, sports. Let's riot. Let's get the – what's going on, man? I, I don't understand it. And these fans, you know, every single year, every single year. Bobby, you, you listen to 106.7 or you used to when you were up here. Uh, all, these, yeah, all, all these fans up here, man. Oh, we watched their, their football team is going to go 13-3. We're going to win the Super Bowl, the Hogs, man. I'm like, wow. What, have you been drinking or high for 35 straight years? What are you talking about, dude? This, this team has been a disaster for a long time. Uh, Washington, get out of here. I'm, I'm over it. It's been a disaster ever since Daniel Snyder took over that program, man. People don't, they don't, know, they don't know about those Hogs, man. Richie Pettibone era, Joe Gibbs. Joe Jacoby, Jeff Bostic, Sean Riggins, and all that, man. I'm no, I'm old. Old. Hey, I'm all about it. I love it. Great coach. Great uh, At that time, greatly ran organization. Everything about it was fantastic. Donnie, and, Donnie Warren as a tight end. You know, Art Monk, Gary Clark. Art, Art freaking Monk yeah. is, yo, straight up, in my opinion, you know, green. he's a top five, top, top oh, seven. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you really dive into it, yeah. Dexter, Dexter Manley, 
That's the, you know, oh my gosh, we could get all green. We can go all day with some of these players. And and all these guys, all these fans up here call in and they keep saying the same stuff. Why can't we just it's simple. Why can't we just get these players or why Hey, look look at the owner. Look at the owner. At this point in time, how many coaches have they had? How many quarterbacks have they gone through? How many players have they gone through? It all comes down to one thing. It's a it's an owner. That's it, man. Hey, yep. District of Columbia, you're grinding Matt's gears. Get it together. Get it together. Yes, they are. Hey, hey, man, we got two more things to do before we sign off for tonight. First things first, we got to get these locks done. Matt's got an undefeated record to uphold. We're going to work our way to Matt, though. Bobby, I'm going to start with you with the lowest record so far. You're going to give us your lock of the week. Do you want me to announce the teams you've already picked? Yeah, who have I already used? I was just Okay, so you've already chosen Buffalo week one, Minnesota week two, week three was Indy, week four was Arizona, and if you remember last week was Jacksonville, book it with Bobby. For week five, yep. week six, who you got, man? I got Miami, baby. Woo! Miami blowing out the Jets. I got the I got the Dolphins, the the the, the team that's shocking the NFL right now. That's going to win again this week and win. Be a wild card team possibly right here. I love this team right here. I'm going Dolphins, baby. I love the excitement. However, I'm not going with Miami, and I'll tell you why because. I would get it wrong, and the Jets would somehow pull it off. So I'm going to go with a little bit more comfortable of a bet. Week one, I had Buffalo. Week two, San Francisco. Week three, Jacksonville. Week four, Seattle. And last week, I had Pittsburgh. This week, I'm taking New England. And uh, I have a lot more to talk about with New England. I'm not quite done with them yet. More specifically, Cam Newton. So stay tuned with that. But New England is my lock to get it done this week. Matt, would you like me to announce yours? I believe I've picked uh, Kansas City, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and then who did I pick last week? You picked uh, you picked Pittsburgh with me, my Pittsburgh. friend. Pittsburgh. Yes, and that was a close game. Yes, Philly it almost was. Came back in. Yeah, I got yes, nervous at the end there. Um, so Bobby actually took mine, and I've been switching it up when that happens. Uh, I don't like us picking the same. I like it keep it interesting. So I'm gonna make a quick quick decision. Woo. And this I'm going way way out on a limb here. This could easily oh, backfire. Oh man, here we easily go. Easily backfire. But get, I am picking the New York football. He's Giants. doing it. And you know what? The you son of, you're <laughs> killing me because I was going to make – I was going to jump out on a limb and make that same call, man. It's like a, I feel like it's a week to pick them. You know what I mean? So I'm glad I didn't pick them so you didn't have to switch it up again. But New York Giants are your lock of the week over the Washington football team. Okay. Washington, yeah. Washington D.C. is definitely grinding mascara. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead. Hey, man, let's move into our locks. Bobby, uh, give me a lock for this week. What do you think is going to happen? What do you what? What's your bold? Uh, excuse me, bold prediction. What is your bold prediction this week? My bold prediction. I really haven't really thought much about this, Constantine, but I do have something in mind right now because I'm really starting to jump on the. Um, on the bandwagon with this guy right here. And I think it's, I think we're going to see a move. My bold prediction is that Philly is going to fall so far behind Baltimore that Carson Wentz is going to get benched to Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts is going to come in and throw for two touchdowns, even in a loss. Oh, boy. Wentz comes in. I'm like, dude, Bobby, that was all. That was yes. that's a good one. I like that. That's interesting. All right, Matt. Bold it. predi- it's a bold prediction. That's right. I I 
Hey, man, that could change the landscape of Philadelphia. I mean, if, if, if Jalen Hurts comes in and balls out, oh, boy. Whew. Uh, bold prediction, man. Yeah, honestly, Bobby, I'm right there with you. I, I haven't even uh, – I, I forgot about this part here. Uh, whoo, man. I mean, I think it's a bold prediction anyway to pick the Giants, but at the same time, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to say Teddy Bridgewater – is is he's going to be the reason why the Carolina Panthers beat the Chicago Bears? I'm going to predict that he's going to have easily over 300 yards. He's going to have three touchdown passes, no picks, and uh, I know I picked the score 24, um, and I did just say three touchdowns, but hey, he might go ahead and run one in there too, just to, just to top it off. Yeah, hey, I like that one too, man. I'm a big fan of Bridgewater. Anything Bridgewater can do, I'm a fan of, man. I didn't pick them to win, but I'd be happy to see him win. All right, my bold prediction, I said I'm going to stick with New England, so stay tuned, and I am. You have uh, Cam Newton coming off the COVID list in the battle of the two returning quarterbacks. Hey, Cam's going to get it rolling this week, man. He's going to get over 100 yards rushing. I know I said 100 yards. He's going to get over 100 yards rushing by the second uh, best run team in the league, and he's going to have 250 pass yards to boot in the win versus Denver. Cam's back. New England's looking strong again. Watch out, Buffalo. You better win versus Kansas City or you're going to have this New England team on your heels. Get it mm. done. Bold prediction. Let's go. I like it. I yeah, like man. it. That's a good one. All right. Well, yeah. I have to uh, – I want to go ahead and do a quick shout-out real quick. And I was going to do it at the, at the beginning of the show, uh, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to do it out here at the end of the show. One of our listeners, Robbie Golding, you both know him very well. He's my boss. Uh, Pops, hey, uh, his Pops isn't doing too well, guys. He's, he's in the, actually in the hospital. So uh, we want to go ahead and give him a shout-out, of course, and Robbie and the whole uh, Golding family. We're thinking about you all. Appreciate you guys. Uh, you first, listen every week. up to Robbie and his family. You already know, man. So we're thinking about you all. Uh, haven't received any updates as of late, but uh, I don't want to go into too much detail. But we're thinking about you, buddy. Hang in there, and uh, we can't wait to have you back. Yeah, extra points got your back, man. Extra points got your back. Yeah. Man, yeah, we're all about sure. family over here, huh? So, you already know since day one, Robbie's one of our day oneers, man. He downloads this every morning. It comes out religiously. and We got to get, appreciate- get back on soon. Oh, he's dying to come back on and talk some football, especially Cowboys. He is dying to I get do, back on. Right there. All right, man. Yeah, it seems like we have a, a – I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but I'm, I'm, we're, we're hoping – We're lining we're some stuff up. We're going to have a couple guests coming on uh, the next couple of weeks here. Yep. Uh, Wes, uh, we got uh, Wes, or Wesley Downs. we got another Wes. Yep. Possibly coming on, uh, talking some Redskins uh, or Washington football team. Yep, that yep. dumpster fire. And then we also got uh, Brian Cuffey up here. Hopefully we can get him on. And talk about some Colts football. I know you would like to talk to him and 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 uh, have somebody else to talk about a team in your division, West. So that that'll be pretty interesting as well. Absolutely. No, I'm always a fan of division rivalry talk every day of the week. We also could potentially be getting Nick back soon, a defensive backs yeah. coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. Bobby, I know you've been talking to him, one of your best buddies. He's busy, man. Hey, yeah. He's been, oh, he's been on before. We'll get him back on. It's just a matter of time. Yep, I, I missed it last season, and you guys don't even realize how hurt I am about that. Uh, I, I still have a couple of questions that I wrote down from that time. Uh, I have a couple new ones to ask him, and yeah, I, oh my god, I could, I yeah, I really want to be a part of this next time uh, when he gets on. Oh, you will be. We'll make sure you're there. Um, also, uh, up in uh, up in VA, we have one more person potentially. Uh, one of mine, and that's actual good friends, Brandon Spencer, a.k.a. Gator Boy. He does a lot with animals out there, does a lot with wildlife. Uh, 
up to I believe what he said, two million viewers on TikTok, Yo, talking yeah, to Discovery talking, Channel. Yeah. No, yeah big yes, diehard like, cowboys fan so he's gonna come in here and talk it up with bobby I, we have him coming yeah. up so we we're lining guests up man we're, we're starting to get some stuff up especially for the second half of this season so there's definitely reason to be excited um i'm excited i know you two both are as well yeah it'll be it'll be great to have brandon on as well man i that's actually i that's actually who i was thinking of at first uh instead of down but yeah no 100 percent. brandon coming on uh the reptile man Mm -hmm. Yeah, two million. Yo, he, he's he's killing it. Um, yeah, can't wait to have him on and, and talk some and talk some football and Cowboys football. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Hey, before we sign off here, let's go ahead and give our fantasy top five. We've been keeping up with this pretty well. Yeah. Jumping into the top five after being in tenth place after the first two weeks is Logan. Logan is in the fifth position at three and two. I am also at three and two in fourth place. Bobby, your pops is in third place with the Tigers team at four and one, holding it steady after the loss. He came back downs. One of our future guests at four and one as well has been extremely impressive this season. But at this point, nobody's put up more points or had more points put up against them than Dak Lives Matters, aka Robbie Golding. So shout out to you again, Robbie. You're leading the league right now. Early on in the season, see if you can hold on to it. Matt, I know you're down there right now. It's looking bad for you, buddy. Uh, you got any plans trying to make this comeback? Man, I, I've been trying to work this waiver. <laughs> and uh, I, I keep getting a couple decent players here and there. But for the most part, man, everybody that I try to get that has a hot week that I think is underrated, nobody's heard about everybody, all the lower teams below me, pick them up. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm struggling right now, man. Bobby, you're two and three. You're just outside of the top five. How's your team looking, man? You're putting up a lot of points. Yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, uh, I'm pretty comfortable with it right now. I have a really good, um, you know, I've been sitting on that number one spot on the free agent wire for the last three weeks, waiting for that right pull. So you guys will see who I got tomorrow morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas, though, man. Like, yo, what's up with this dude, man? Like, he was my number one pick. You know, I haven't seen him since. Yo, we actually, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, him, him getting just pretty much suspended. Yeah, we didn't cover it in this that. one. We covered it a little bit last night and touched on it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah he was, wow. I, think I, I think I had the eighth pick or something, and I took him, you know, best available. And shit, man, I ain't got nothing out of him right now. So there's a little there's a little surprise coming out of my team right here, this uh, wide receiver out of Pittsburgh that had a big game this week. So I think he might be on my roster. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, when you got the number one overall waiver wire pick, you can make those bold claims on hey, it. Yeah, I was sitting on it for I was sitting on it for a few weeks, man, waiting for the right move. So we'll see if it happens. <laughs> well, I know, I know, I know, I'm gonna get him, but let's see if he can live up to what he did. So. Yep, we'll stay tuned. Well, for Bobby, Matt, I'm Wes. Extra point. We appreciate you all listening, and uh, we'll see you at week seven. Break down some of these games for you, and who knows, we may have somebody in the booth or in the uh, studio to talk to you all as well. Again, thanks yep. for listening. A whole hell of a lot. Appreciate you guys, Bobby. Have a great afternoon, Matt. Likewise, guys. It's a pleasure. All right, guys. Till next week. Take care. Yep. Later. All right.